And some of my favorite mid-range plays, of course. My favorite value play, what game I'm looking to correlate, and my favorite play of the night. Who is it? Belly up to the Fantasy Bar and find out. Welcome back, guys. Monday edition Beers Daily Fantasy Six Pack. The Fantasy Bar Six Guys. Fresh off the tap for you, as always, covering FanDuel, DraftKings, and Yahoo. Thank you once again for tuning in. Before we get into the plays for today, as always, guys, make sure over on YouTube you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you click that thumbs up button. That's the tip jar here in the Fantasy Bar. Helps us out greatly, and I greatly appreciate it as well. Also, the single entry series presented by Roto Grinders. Rolls on over at FanDuel. Make sure you get over there. Lock your lineup in as it states. Everybody gets one lineup. I will be playing in that contest along with some of the other faces at RG. Just a $5 buy-in and 40000 in total prizes. So go lock your lineup in on FanDuel in the single entry series presented by Roto Grinders. All right, let's get into the plays here for today. Some guys you can use in that single entry series. Let's start at the point guard position with Malcolm Brogdon of the Pacers. So Victor Oladipo comes back, definitely not the guy we saw last season. I think it's going to take some time for him to get back and become the alpha of this offense. But in the meantime, Malcolm Brogdon just continues to roll on. You want to talk about consistency, this guy is what we want to talk about. 30 or more fantasy points now in five of the last six games. So really giving you that cash game floor that you're looking for. And his ability to stuff the stat sheet really gives you that GPP upside we're looking for as well. And if you look at the last game he played against this team, well, shout out to my boy Ice Cube and for the old school grinders there. Almost after round and got a triple-double. So the upside is there for him in this matchup. The price under 7K on both sides, very attractive here. Malcolm Brogdon can be a big part of our lineups here on Monday night. All right, let's stay in the mid-range. Next play for us, small forward, power forward, Kelly Oubre of the Suns. So this guy's playing huge minutes, and that's a big part of the equation. My guy on the floor for 35, 38, 40 minutes, and that's what Kelly Oubre is bringing to the table right now here for the Phoenix Suns, and very productive with those minutes. Now, cash games, a little tough to trust a guy like this. The production all over the board, but spike games are really what I'm looking for in GPPs. Give me the guys that can vastly outproduce their salaries and give me a 6, 7, 8, 9x return here. And Kelly Oubre is certainly a guy that's capable of producing those kind of numbers. Last time out against the Lakers, put up 45 FanDuel points. So I know the matchup, some people avoid the Lakers here. I think the Suns really going to need the offense here from Kelly Oubre, and I think he responds here. Make sure you get him in those lineups, especially over on FanDuel at just 6,700. All right, let's get some value back to the point guard position with Kai Bowman of the Warriors. So we know after the big trade here, Kai Bowman going to have to play more minutes here. D'Angelo Russell is gone. Andrew Wiggins is in. They're going to need some help here at the point guard position. You saw it in that last game, almost hit 30 minutes. So I don't expect that to change much. And this is a guy when he's gotten the opportunity, when he's gotten the minutes, has been very productive. So the price not reflective of his new role. And these numbers will jump up here by the end of this week. We're going to be paying 5500 6000 for Kai Bowman. So attack it now while we can, while it's still right around 4K on both sides. And this matchup, not ideal. My hope is it scares people away. The red number's there for Miami. But when I get a point guard specifically at these cheap prices, a guy that's going to have the ball in his hands an absolute ton, price is more important to me than matchup here. The usage should be there. Kai Bowman, too cheap here. 
So even in a tough matchup, a guy I want to roster a ton here on Monday night on all sites across the industry. All right, let's spend some money. We saved you a Kai Bowman. Let's go to shooting guard, small forward, Chris Middleton of the box. Now, let's be clear. I like Middleton regardless of what happens tonight. Giannis questionable here with a personal issue. We'll see what happens there. If he's out, we know that's good things. For Chris Middleton, almost 1.4 fantasy points per minute in that scenario. Even if Giannis plays, Middleton been falling out lately. 44 more fantasy points now in three of the last four games. And it's a great matchup here as well. The Bucks projected to score 120 points tonight. The Kings allow a ton of fantasy points to the shooting guard position. Easy math, says Chris Middleton. Going to be a big staple of my builds tonight. With Giannis, without Giannis, does not matter. Chris Middleton, a great play here tonight on Monday night. All right, let's go to the other side of that game. I think the Kings can hang here. Why? Power forward, Nemanja Belica, our next play here in the six-pack. Now, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heal, they have some offense, no doubt. But down low, they are very thin here. Rashawn Holmes, Marvin Bagley, both out for this game. So, you're basically down to guys like Harry Giles. So I'm going to go with Nemanja Bielitsa here. Played very well against the Bucs last time out. Almost 40 fantasy points in that game. Did a double-double. The Bucs have struggled with power forwards. We know their defense, one of the best in the league. But against this position, not so much. And the price, definitely fair there. Can he hit 30? The floor we're looking for, absolutely. Does he have 40-point upside? He's one of those guys, like Kelly Oubre. Can go nuts. Give me a great return here. And I think that's what happens here. Kings stay close. Bielitsa with a big game. If you're stacking this game, even if not, I think he's viable in all formats on all sites here tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play for Monday night. But before we do that, guys, we're going to continue to say thank you to you guys, the Loyal Bar patrons, with our Beats of the Night contest. All you got to do, get in the comment section below the video and your best guess on fantasy points on DraftKings for my Beast of the Night for a chance to win three free days of Roto-Grinders Premium. Gives you access to everything. If you're not a premium member already, everything behind the scenes, lineup HQ, all the articles, all the sports, everything is yours for three days, absolutely free. So let's take a look. My favorite play for Monday night, you know Mass, the Beast of the Night. All right, this time we still owe you a center. Lots of options at that position. We're going to go with Nikola Vucevic of the Magic, tonight's beast of the night. So Vuce comes in in good form here. 40 or more DraftKings points now in seven of his last 10 games. And you look at the center position. We're loaded up with studs. You know, guys like Jokic, Carl Anthony Towns. We'll see if Aiton goes tonight. But that being said, I think that's the route a lot of people are going to go. Maybe they go cheap. I think Vuce could fall through the cracks here and be a sneaky play in the mid-range. And it gives you a different lineup, especially on a site like FanDuel. Just going a little bit cheaper here makes your build different than the general public here. But the matchup, really what I'm after here, Atlanta, been vulnerable down low all season long. Any metric we look at, they have struggled against Biggs. Fifth most fantasy points is what stood out to me the most here. Nikola Vucevic, easily my favorite play for Monday night in tonight's Beast of the night. All right, guys, that'll wrap us up for Monday night in the Fantasy Bar. Any comments, questions, feedback, as always, guys, that comment section is there for you. Don't forget, Fantasy Points for Nikola Vucevic on DraftKings. Best guess, closest guess, going to win themselves three free days of Roto-Grinders Premium. For Roto-Grinders.com, I am Beer saying salut. Best of luck, guys. Thin slate of games tomorrow, so we'll take tomorrow off. Be back on Wednesday for another big slate of games. 
make sure you tune in for that guys but appreciate you stopping by make sure you subscribe make sure you hit that thumbs up button hopefully you take down the beast of the night contest we'll see you guys good luck we'll see you on wednesday hey thanks for checking out our videos if you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports make sure you check out the current videos playlist What is up, everybody, and welcome to Grinders Live. It's our flagship show, and we're here to break down this nine-game slate on Monday afternoon, fresh off the weekend. I'm your host for this thing for this next hour or so, Head Chopper. And I'm joined today. It's been a while. been like like we're talking pre-show, probably way back in the baseball season since I've, uh, I've, I've hung out with my man, Chief Keith here. Chief, listen. We're going to get to you now. I want to know how you're doing and everything. But, man, I have to say, you know, we, we really missed you this time last week at the RG party, man. But I heard you had, I heard you had some, some sickness things going around. hope everything's doing well in your family. But how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about this slate. I like it. Uh, you know, I was for sure a little bit disappointed to not get to RG party. But, man, you know, I had – uh, three women here, two with the flu and one with the sinus infection. And uh, so I, 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 I couldn't I, – I, it's like Giannis tonight. I, I couldn't leave the, the little women at home uh, stranded, man. So I, I had to cancel my flight and stay here. But nevertheless, I, I, I'm going to take a trip to Nashville randomly. And as long as we have this RG party next year, 
come hell or high water, I will be there for sure. Yeah, good times out there. You Maybe you could have swung the basketball tournament a little bit in, in the favor of a particular oh. team. You never know how that would have worked uh, hey, out. Hey, you know, t- Team DB for life. Just run it back, and uh, I'll be an honorary member of Team DB next year. You don't even have to draft me. Just just go ahead and put me on Team DB, man. We're going to run this thing back, hopefully. Yeah, for sure. I, I would imagine it's going to be all good. But we got a good slate today. We got uh, nine big games to kick off the week. I like to think of Monday as the thing that kicks off the week. So, Got a big one going on here. Lots of good prize pools out there. Man, before we even get started, we got we got to give a little shout out here. Not to the this is not the badge promo. I'm not doing that yet. I'm giving a shout out to our boy Devin here. I seen him. I seen him screenshot us yesterday. He must be crushing that Yahoo life, man. What, what's up with that? What, what, <laughs> that's the way. That's the way you do it, right? Will you get in where you fit in, and he gets on, get on Yahoo, do what you got to do, and you make your money, right? Yeah, man, Devo Canevo in the street, screenshot life. Uh, I'm happy for him, man, uh, grinding away. Uh, you know, tournament player of the year coming soon for Devo Canevo. If he keeps this up, uh, we'll be producing and he'll be doing the content. Man, I'm telling you, he's uh, that's, that's the way you just you, nickel and dime it, man. You, you, you can't never go broke just taking your profit. That's how, that's yes. how you got to play it. So. Guys, if you're following along on, on the screen here and in the chat, I got the YouTube chat pulled up. We'll take questions from there or just anything you want to talk about in that chat. I'm also got a, I got my eye on the Discord NBA chat just in case you want to uh, talk in there or the free chat, whatever. I'll, I'll pull that one up too. But trying to do everything, man. We want to get this everybody involved here. However you want to get involved, please get involved. But uh, one thing we do wish you would do for us, the like and subscribe, specifically the like button. If you if you get 200 likes today, the, the, the big thing we're doing today, you get 200 likes and you'll get Slate IQ for free tonight. That's a, that's a really nice tool here on RG. A lot of good tools, but we need those likes to get that. Hit that subscribe button. It's what keeps these free shows grinding out here on the uh, an hour before tip-off. So we need that. We're going to take you up here up until crunch time where the big boys will come in. I believe today is Meansy, JSU, and, and Roth. Uh, doing doing the, the crunch time. No, right? That's, that's, those are the big boys, man. They pulled out the big slate on uh, – the big guns on a nine-game <laughs> slate, man, for Monday. But hit the like button, guys. That's what we need. That's that's our biggest thing. That's, that's the biggest thing you can contribute to this show right here is hitting that like button. So 200 likes gets you free slate IQ tonight. Good stuff right there. All right. In other news, the FanDuel single entry series is out there. Uh, you know, playing that every night because not only is it is it just – a loaded tournament that's really nice. It's It's got probably the best payout structure on FanDuel, to be honest with you. They don't yes. give too much to first place. They spread it out pretty good. So it's a single entry for everybody. You don't have to worry about those big boys out there putting in those 150s if that's what scares you. If that scares you, you ain't got to worry about that. Everybody just gets one single little entry here. So this week is a $5 buy-in. So that's a nice little pri- uh Prize point right there, price point for people, $5, not too much, and, and just enough to make it worth your while. Tonight, 40K in prizes given away. If you, uh, It's a cumulative thing, guys. You're going to get your lowest score dropped, uh, but cumulative for the whole week. If you can finish at the top of that leaderboard, you're going to be entered as one of six people for your share of a lot of money here in March. So get in there. FanDuel, single entry series. We'll touch on that later because we'll be talking about FanDuel more, building lineups and stuff. The RG Badge promo is out there. Got to give some shout-outs now to the Badge guys. Devin, I'm sure, will drop the info for you. But 
uh, basically the RG badge, you switch it over and, and you, you're eligible to get shot out here, shot out here. Uh, if you switch your badge to an RG badge and let us know about it. So here's some names. Got four names for you today. Doughboy, Doughboy915. That must be a fan of Boys in the Hood right there. I remember old Doughboy back in the day. Doughboy915, King40, you get a shout out. Mr. November 83. My guess is the kid was born in 1983 in November, so he's Mr. November 19, uh, Mr. November 83, so good for him. And then Brad, 86, I believe, is that. Some of the names is tough to get by, but Brad, 86. We'll go with that one. But, but uh, those are your shout-outs for today. Man, let, let me squeeze one in, man. I'll give it to you. Let, let, let me squeeze a, a shout-out, man. We, we got to give one to my boy, Rob87G, hitting us up on Twitter. Uh, finished third last week in the uh, single-entry series. Here's another cool thing about this single-entry series, Chop, that I like. If you come in first, right, you get your ticket to the, uh, to the, to the championship. If you come in second, though, you got a chance to play a little bit of high stakes with the big boys. They're going to give you a $1,500 ticket, man, to that oh, alley-oop. Man. I, I mean, I think, I think that's, that's a bankroll builder extraordinaire. If you happen to, to, to bank that one, uh, you're, you're going to be living life real nice. So shout out to Rob87G, came in third last week, um, you know, said he was using the product, listened to a lot of our, our primetime analysts, uh, j- just wanted to give him a little shout out. Good for him. Uh, yeah, we definitely appreciate that. Anytime somebody gives us a shout out, we'll give you a little shout out, man. So Rob, congratulations, man. Keep crushing it. Then maybe this is your week. Maybe this week you squeeze up into that first place spot and get you a piece of that big money out there. But man, man. you know, we got a lot of stuff to cover here. Uh, before we get started here, like let's let's start talking about the slate in general, but I thought it would be good considering that later on with the possibility that if you get those 200 likes, you're going to get the, uh, you're going to get the, what is it? And the free oh. Slate IQ tonight. Slate, Slate IQ. Slate, Slate IQ, Slate IQ doesn't give you picks necessarily. It, it's just, it's a, it's a good game theory type of thing, right? So let's talk a little bit about game theory on this particular Slate of games. It's nine games. Uh, game theory in basketball has everything to do with ownership numbers. So yes, pull up. Let me pull up. Uh, let me pull up. Lineup builder, Fanduel. What's your what's your preferred site tonight? Fanduel or DraftKings? I, I give you. The way hey man, I, I, I'm one of the few that's still a Fanduel truther mostly. So I, it's not that I don't play DraftKings. I just play a lot more volume on Fanduel. So. Uh, I, I'm on there most most nights in the streets, man. I, I'm, I'm right. always on there. Well, let's take a look at some FanDuel ownership here, then. Uh, and it, you know, FanDuel ownership is different than DraftKings because we got the positions. You got to have, you know, it's it's broken down. A guy can only have one position, and you got to play two of them in each position, except for center words. So the ownership's a little bit different. But looking at this right here, I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna if you're on lineup HQ, you can sort it from. I got to sort it from ownership here. We got. We're looking at 43% Nick Vucevic, Kendrick Nunn, 38% at, at Golden State because of some injuries. We'll talk about here in a minute. Uh, 36 on Sabonis. Like these are some big numbers here. Talk to me about game theory when you see numbers like this and players like that. Where, where does your mind go in tournaments? Well. Um... For me today, man, when, when I'm looking at this slate and I'm seeing that Vooch is 43%, uh, for me, Vooch is going to be an auto-fade. Uh, and, look, I, I, I love Vooch. I think, I think this is a great spot for him 
But at FanDuel, man, the leverage is at that center spot when a guy is at 43%. I mean, that's almost half the field that's making a decision that they're going to play Nikola Vucevic today when you've got a guy like Carl Anthony Towns at 10K, and I've already looked at ownership, who's going to be – we've got it projected around 4 to 5%. You're going to get a guy like Jokic – in my opinion, I don't play Jokic every day. In my opinion, one of the best spots of the night against San Antonio, uh, I think we've got him probably projected around you – know, we got him at 9% right now. That I mean, that, that's incredibly low for a guy that, that has a crazy ceiling in this spot. Same thing for Towns, um, especially if Kyle Lowry sits. You know, they'll be down one of the, the heavy hitters. I, I just think Jokic and Towns are, are one of those guys is where I'm going to plant my flag at this ownership with Vooch getting 43%. I love Vooch. I don't think he's bad chop, but I don't think he's absolutely a slam dunk. He could easily get 40 in this spot and come in under value, and now I've got a chance to really hammer the field um, in single entry and multi-entry spots. So I, I, I'm going to be fading Vooch today for sure. I, I'm all over Jokic and Cap. The Carl Anthony Towns is really interesting because he's he's a he's a lot cheaper than Jokic, not that much more expensive than Vooch. Seven percent projected ownership compared to forty three percent. And man, if you're gonna if you're, if I'm gonna tell you right now, you got to make a major bet on on which one of these two guys, Vooch or Towns, which one's more likely to score seventy points tonight. I think everybody would say the more likely candidate is Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, I think he has that big upside ceiling. So I like that. I don't. I don't mind that that Vooch fade if everybody's going to be on it. The number that jumped out to me though was uh, was Kendrick Nunn. You know, if you're going to get a guy who's uh, let me see if I can pull it, 38 percent on. I know he's cheap and it's a good matchup. And there's some injuries. We're going to talk about the Situation Room here in a minute. But 38 percent for a guard. I'm going to pull up his game log now. Boy, every time I've rostered this guy, I've I've I haven't seen anything, man. You're not, get, you're not getting your profits. I mean, I haven't seen. He hasn't <laughs> delivered anything to me. Look at this game log. Doesn't look particularly impressive. Why are why are people why are so many people on him today? And and is he a fade at this price tag? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody's on him because the he does the the, the one thing he has working in his favor is if Butler sits, he's got a pretty stable minutes floor, and so I think that's the reason that we're gravitating. He's playing against Golden State tonight, which is, you know, going to be one of the better better spots for him. Um, even if he wasn't playing Golden State, he would still be high on. Um, I, I'm going to take the Nunn fade as well. Uh, you know, though, no, I don't, I don't th- because I don't think I need Kendrick Nunn to win a tournament. You know, we're going to talk about two guys later that you might need to win a tournament. I don't think Kendrick Nunn is – I don't think I have, have to have him – not when I've got Reggie Jackson down there. Not when I've got Drogic on the same team. I mean, look at Drogic's ownership compared to Kendrick Nunn right now. That's mm-hmm. astronomical. I mean, he's the perfect leverage play. If Nunn has a bad game, the likelihood that Drogic has a good game is pretty high, um, considering they're playing similar positions. Um, so I, you know, I, I just think leveraging the Nunn ownership. With these other guys, I, I'm not sure if Mike Conley's going to play today um, because he's been hurt. Maybe he comes off, off of a back-to-back. But you got a guy like him at 2% that's been consistently low to mid-30s here recently, playing a lot better. So I got to assume that um, he's kind of put that injury behind him. These are guys I'm looking at to really get off of this uh, 
none chalk. I, I just I don't think he's necessary um, to take down a GPP. And, and listen, in single entry stuff, full fade because you know if you're looking at these numbers, single entry is going to be about as close to cash games as as one could imagine. If you're fading Kendrick Nunn and you're fading Vooch, you're you automatically giving yourself a shot to take down first if, if you can allocate that salary in the right spot. I mean, the names surrounding him down here that aren't that far off in salary, boy, they, they, they carry a lot of they carry a lot of upside. And like yes. I said, I haven't uh, I haven't been you know partaking in a really good Kendrick Nunn game yet, so maybe it's out there, but yeah, there's better spots than that. So here I got one that just came across the wire for us. A bit of bit of news. Break this one down for me. Serge Ibaka is out tonight. Serge Ibaka is out. What do we think about that news? Oh man, man. Uh, we get, we're getting this one live on the air. This is a hot take right here. Um, man, I got, I got to go and look. Let me go through my little uh, preliminary process here. You got to assume. Um, I, I, and all I'm doing right now is looking at the depth chart, uh, or or you know the guys they have available. I mean, you got to assume RHJ is going to start, right? Or or either Boucher. Yeah. Um, one of those guys is going to have to start. I, I think that opens it up a little bit. Um, Siakam, I think, is a crazy play now. And I, which we, you know what, Chop? Now that we're on that, I know we kind of talked about it a little bit early in the day. This was a, this was a game I was kind of on anyway. This 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 Timberwolves Raptors game. This is a game I kind of had pegged that you know I liked a little bit of Towns. I like. You know, some of these Toronto pieces. I like some of the Minnesota pieces. You know, D'Lo should be there, which should maybe strengthen their lineup in, in terms of offense just a tad. Um, you know, now that now that Ibaka's out, I like this game even more. Uh, I, I'm telling you right now, I'm for sure going to have Carl Anthony Towns now. There's no way I, I, I don't play Towns in this spot. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, man, you run it back with Siakam. If Lowry's out, you got Van Vliet. Now you got RHJ. Lowry's probable, so he's been upgraded. So he he sounds like he's going to go. Well, either way, who's going to stop Carl Anthony Towns today? Not not RHJ and not Chris Boucher. Um, I I think Carl Anthony Towns, at at this point, his ownership may go up, but I I like a lot of Towns. RHJ, Boucher, squarely in play. You're going to have to play him. (laughs) But we're on fire here. We're going to talk about this game. Also want to drop this one. We'll get to this in a minute. So much to do. Giannis is officially out, I believe. I believe I'm seeing okay. that right. He, he's officially out. So we'll get to that in a minute. But you brought up this Minnesota-Toronto game. It was one we both kind of had pegged here as already being a good spot. It's got the highest total of the night as of uh, earlier in the show. I don't know if it went down. Right. It could have gone down that much. Had the highest total of the night. Now we get right. some value opened up. No Serge Ibaka. Uh Let's talk about the Minnesota side real quick because we didn't even get to them yet. Uh, you got you said yeah. Carl Towns, but we we might have Russell. I don't know if Russell's going to play tonight or not, but I would imagine. Yeah. I got some hot news on Russell oh, now. Oh, you know, so, oh. so, so, listen, supposedly Russell's out here trying to get tickets for the fam to come to the game. I, I, I oh. think I, I think Russell's going to be playing tonight. I think he's suiting up, man. Um, I think he's excited to play with Carl Anthony Towns. That's just a non numerical analysis. Uh, you know, these guys have been talking about playing together anyway. It's happened. I think Russell's going to have a good game here. Uh, the, these other guys, Malik Beasley caught fire the other night against uh, the Clippers. Watch your Horn and Gomez at 3,800. He's another value play. Now you got Ibaka out. 
man, th- this game just got even more tasty for me. And I was on it all day. So I, uh, I-, I like D'Angelo Russell. I-, I think on FanDuel, D'Angelo Russell is great leverage off of Chris Middleton. I'm not fading Chris Middleton, okay? I'm telling you, I'm, there's no way I'm fading Chris Middleton today. But I think Russell is going to have a lot less ownership. I really like this Middleton-Russell pairing now that I can get in Carl Anthony Towns and, and, and a few of these other Raptors. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this game, man. I'm even more excited. Yeah. All right, so last game, you mentioned it. Malik Beasley, 23-10 and 10 in his debut with Minnesota. He's a guy that always had a little bit of talent there with Denver. We just He just never could get – they got so many wing players over there, you could never get in there. But he got in there, game one. Does Russell being back impact Beasley too negatively? Can we Do, do, do we stay away from Beasley now, or are we still saying, all right, you know what, I can still play Malik because he looked really good? I, I still like Malik, man. I still like Malik. Um, at the prices, I, I think he's good. I, just, I think these guys are, are fair prices. Uh, when we're getting guys in the 4K and 3K range, I – you know, I'm always going to have some interest. And think about the ownership now, if, you know, if you kind of pull it up. Malik Beasley doesn't have nearly the ownership as a guy like Kendrick Nunn. And I know they play two different spots, but, you know, when I spoke earlier, I was kind of talking about salary allocation. You know, if you reallocate that same salary to, to Malik Beasley off of Nunn, um, you know, it can give you the same type of build just in different spots. So I, I like it, man. I, I think I think this is a primetime spot. I'm for sure going to have two or three pieces from this game. Yeah, there's a lot of good-looking uh, pieces in that game right there. Just that, that makes for a good game. I'm not a big game stacker in the NBA, but that's one where you can load up because there's, all, there's, there's a different category for everybody in that game. I like that a lot. Let's talk about the Milwaukee news real quick. I'm going to go to this game on the lineups page. Got this pulled up. Uh, pretty quick update there. Doesn't have Giannis in the starting lineup anymore. So this one was another game that was like, there's three games that stood out as far as Vegas totals. And this was one of them that stood out above everybody else. Sacramento at Milwaukee was second on the list. Now you get Giannis out. We didn't know for sure that was going to happen. You, you mentioned Middleton. Where else can we go though in this game? Uh, specifically on the Milwaukee side with, with that, with their big, their number one guy going out. What can we do right there? Yeah. Yeah, man, look, I've got a personal rule, and um, it's probably everybody in the industry's rule or close to it. If Greek is out, I don't fade Bledsoe and I don't fade Middleton. Never. I, I don't ever do it. Um, just because, in my opinion, this is probably some of the most safe chalk you're going to have anytime he's out. And they prove it to us every time. They reward us for playing them at 70% they're probably going to be in the 60 70% range in high stakes. I would say 50 to 60 in, in mid stakes and probably about the same 50 to 60 in, in low stakes. They, very rarely do they not reward us for playing them at such high ownership. There are times where you can leverage like Vooch. I don't feel like I have to have because I know there are other guys that I feel like can compete and surpass what I, what I consider to be his median projection. I don't know too many guys that are going to outperform Bledsoe and Middleton tonight straight up with Giannis out. So those are two guys. For single-entry people, you don't fade them. For multi-entry people, I say it all the time, I get really aggressive in my multi-entry play. If I was running 150 lineups tonight, I would legit hit the lock button on Bledsoe and Middleton and wouldn't even think about it. They, those, those two guys – 
would be in all 150 of my lineups, every single one. And I wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah. So this also brings up another interesting – it's off of the DFS topic, but, you know, you kind of get a, a situation where you, you think maybe at the, in the course of the day you think, well, maybe maybe Giannis is out tonight. And you kind of eyeball in that spread. And it's still kind of high. And then, you know, nobody really knows yet. And then, bam, that if you get that news before other people – you can make a move on the Sacramento side. Sacramento is not a bad team. Getting a, no. a double digits, and now you're without the MVP. Uh, he's probably going to be back-to-back MVP. You can pound the spread like that and get it. Even if it's a slight edge on Vegas or whoever, you can get it. Now, we didn't – neither one of us locked in Sacramento. There, there's somebody I would, like, go to my sports book if I had one legally in my state of Texas. I'd, I'd, be, pounding <laughs> some, I'd be pounding some Sacramento. We didn't lock them in, but – do you ever do you ever think about the ever is that is that one strategy you use with it because we're going to talk about the sharp side streak here in a minute where uh, you know you lock in your bets and you do you ever do that with the sharp side you ever wait till like the news drops and then boom you pounce on it before it, it, the market has a chance to correct yeah man for sure I mean listen that's the way, that's the way to do it uh, it's the it's the most legal form of insider trading that we have available <laughs> to us today uh, you know we get this news man uh, you know hop on it quickly. Because trust me, if, if you don't get it in that first, what do you say, chop five to eight minutes, you're gonna miss a, a prime time opportunity to just get a crazy good betting line out there. So uh, you know, now is the time if you're interested in some Sacramento, Milwaukee prop bets, uh, line bets, total bet, hop on it now. Yeah, I agree. So speaking of the sharp side app and, and the and the street contest, what it is is. You pick a spread, a player prop, whatever is in there, anything minus 140 or less every day. You pick it, you lock it in, and you have a chance to get a streak going, all right? So if you, get, if you win five in a row and you come up to your sixth, your sixth day, now all of a sudden you start winning money for winning that game. Get it up to 10, win even more money, up to 15, even more money. It keeps on compounding like that. So that's the sharp side streak. You picked one out today. It was, I believe it was Porzingis, right, over 22 and a half real-life points. Talk to me about Porzingis and the Mavericks. So you, you see, you must like, you must see something you like in Porzingis to lock him in sharp side today. Yeah, man. Uh, Porzingis, you know, before all this news started dropping, even with it dropping, he's still pretty much my top play of the day. And I'm going to give a little bit of DFS analysis on him uh, before – but, you know, with Luka and, and Powell off the court this season so far, uh, Porzingis is at a 29.4% usage rate and is averaging 1.42 fantasy points per minute, Chop. Chop, if you're able to show the people, man, just pull up this Porzingis ownership right now on FanDuel. I think you're going to be a little oh, shocked at, at where we're headed right now. Um, he, he's another one of my guys I'm playing heavy in tournaments. Last I checked today, didn't we have him around 2%? It might, it's probably creeped up a little bit. But, I mean, we've got Porzingis at crazy low ownership today. Oh, my gosh. Now, in terms of my, my lot bet, I've got him. You know, we've got him on sharp side at, you know, over under 22 and a half. I just, with Luca out, he's proven to me he's going to hit 25-plus real points in a game. I just thought that was one of the easiest locks of the day. So that's my lock better today. Chris Dapps Porzingis over 22 and a half, uh, I think at minus 110. Pr- pretty much a, 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 a slam dunk there. 
Yeah. So normally the matchup against Utah would scare people off, but this is not a typical big man right here. He's 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 going to play center. And I'll tell you what, watching the game last night with Houston, so my, my Rockets got a, a heartbreaker last night. Uh, Bogdanovich buried one with like one second left. But what Ro- Rudy, Rudy Gobert looked lost at times on defense trying to guard smaller guys. Porzingis is going to bring him out to the three-point line. I agree with that. I think points is a big thing for him tonight. He's going to take all the shot he want, shots he wants. He's going to get some open looks from the three-point range because Gobert, not necessarily a guy who wants to hang out in the perimeter. So I like that. And we'll give you my sharp side lock tonight. Let me see if I can find this game. I'm looking for the Indiana game right here on the lineup. So here we go, Indiana. I'll pull up Oladipo, over 15 and a half points in real life tonight. The reason being for me, I think that this is a number that still looks like he's going to, you know, the 15 and a half is kind of a number where if he doesn't get the minutes, that's going to be a questionable call right there. But look at the minutes, man. He's steadily gone up every single game. They've been off for, this is the third day now, third day, three days rest for these guys. And didn't play mm-hmm. since the seventh. He had 27 and a half minutes last game out. I expect him at some point here very, very soon to start jumping those minutes up a little bit. And that 15 and a half, he is the clear-cut number one guy on this team when he's in there and he's healthy. I got a feeling that the points are going to start coming for this guy when the minutes get there and the minutes are on their way up. I like me some Oladipo here at uh, over 15 and a half tonight. In a good matchup too, man. Brooklyn, yeah, he ought to be able to do a little something against Dinwiddie. You know, he ought to be able to put something. Joe Harris, come on. Yeah, chop, chop. Can we pull that up again? Because I, I know we had that that Old Depot card pulled up, man. We we got to look at the pricing discrepancy between the two sites on this one. Yeah, I mean, man, we got him at DK at forty two hundred, FanDuel fifty three, Fantasy Draft, which is you know kind of kind of a double of draft It's eighty five and Yahoo at fourteen dollars. My goodness, man, he's real tasty on DraftKings, Yahoo, and Fantasy Draft. I think he's fine on FanDuel as well. But, man, I mean, the ownership is there. But, you know, I, I still think he's good chalk, man. At, at this price, I think that's insane. And they had already told us that, you know, his minutes were kind of going to be trending at the closer we got to the All-Star break. So they're, they're holding true to their word. You got to think he's at 28 minutes tonight. I, I, I love that call. Yeah, that price tag really looks – really looks – so we, this is chalk. We talked about chalk earlier in the show. Is this the type of chalk that's really hard? Like we can fade Kendrick Nunn because I don't think the history is really shows us he, that he's going to go off for 40 points tonight. It just, he just hasn't done that. And uh, we can fade Vucevic because we can get other guys around that price tag that have upside too. Can we fade all the depot though? Is that a different type of uh, – that takes a different type of uh, intestinal fortitude to fade a guy at this price, right? Well, I mean, I think you can fade him. Um, you know, I, I caught some stats on him today. Look, he's not playing as well as he had been last year. This is a totally different scenario. They've got more bodies. But I think what you're paying for or, or what, what you're thinking about with Oladipo is the progression of talent. Right now, we got to know Victor Oladipo is better than Kendrick Nunn. Yes, he's coming off of a major injury. They're doing everything they can to protect him. But at some point, I think we're, we're going to know that the talent is going to supersede this price tag. Even at 4200 if he has a, a, a marginally okay game, I think he can still get the 25 fantasy points, especially when you're looking on sharp side, like you said, and we're looking at this player prop, and they've got him at 15 and a half, right, Chop? 15 and a half? Yeah. At 15 and a half, I mean, if he scores 16 real points, 
he's already pretty much more than half the way to to you know paying off that price tag. So I I like that call. I, I don't think he's a guy we have to fade at all. Yeah. So uh, guys. Don't forget the 200 likes gets you Slate IQ tonight for free. So hit that like button if you can. If you haven't already, you hit it. And uh, also, you know, we got a lot of stuff to cover here. Uh, we're gonna get, we got. I mean, we have a full show here, man, with these nine games. But let's go to the situation room real quick. Can we do that? We need to go to the situation Absolutely. room real quick because uh, there's a. Let me see if I can pull it up here. We haven't even. That was just the news that broke early in the show with Giannis and Serge and those. We haven't even got to the other stuff. Let, let's let's talk about some guys out tonight, and I'm, I'm going to give you some names and tell me what it means to you uh, as far as, you know, players we can play because of it tonight. I'm looking at the situation room. It's giving me some impact ratings. Derek Rose is getting a big – Rose is out tonight. Who benefits there? I mean, pretty much everybody, especially now that Drummond's gone, you yeah, got Drummond, Wood. That's, Drummond's gone. You know, <laughs> you, you got Wood that's, that's, that's you know, benefiting – Thon Maker's been benefiting as well. Now, yeah. Mar- Mar- Morris is going to be back tonight, so we'll see what type of impact that has on those two guys. Um, but but Derrick Rose, you got Bruce Brown. Um, obviously, you've got Reggie Jackson, who I, I like a ton. I think Reggie Jackson is an extremely uh, good player on this slate tonight. And believe it or not, this isn't a guy I think we have to play now become a, because, you know, we, we've got some value opened up, and I think it, we can kind of change our bills a little bit. But, you know, even a guy like Langston Galloway gets to play a few extra minutes, you know, because of all these wing bodies that they had down. Um, I, I will. I don't ever play Tony Snell, um, but Langston mm-hmm. Galloway is a guy I'll sprinkle in uh, because he does have some scoring ability. But, um, you know, Bruce Brown and, and Reggie Jackson, those two guys from the wing position, you know, going to play 30-plus minutes, very affordable across the industry. I think those are two guys you consider – and then, of course, you know, I think a lot of people are on wood on DK, but I don't think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards Stein Maker, who, you know, in my opinion, has a much safer minutes floor now that, that Drummond is gone. Let's pull up Christian Wood. He's getting over 30% projected ownership on DraftKings, all right? And he's been great these, these two games without Drummond. I get it. That's good. I mean, this is a guy I like, man. I've rostered him both games. But tonight, the price tag's creeping up. And you mentioned, I think, the key right there. We could get Markeith Morris back, taking some minutes from guys in the front court. And we, we also saw John Henson step in and get some minutes. John Henson should be, you know, steadily get more minutes. In. So we could be looking at a situation where guys are pulling minutes away. And Christian Wood, man, that's a perfect fade candidate, right? I don't think he's a fade as much on, on DK. But I still like the price a little bit on DK. On FanDuel, uh, I, I for sure think you can let him go. But, I mean, the, you know, the, the player sentiment shows that in the ownership uh, percentages where we've got him at about 31% on DK and roughly 11% on FanDuel. Here's what I will say, Chop. One of the things that I like to do every morning, man, you know, shout out to Noto. He's been providing us with this first look for years, right? But because of all the tools and projections – Sometimes I think we just overlook some of the simplistic things that, you know, got us where, where we are today. And every day I pull that first look up and I just hit, you know, the defensive efficiency button. And I want to see who's really bad in terms of an overall defense on this slate. What if I told you the Charlotte Hornets right now on this slate 
are at the top of the board for, for worse uh, de- uh, defensive efficiency. When, when I hear stuff like that, that totally changes my outlook on other guys that I can play that may not get as much ownership. So now I've got Reggie Jackson who may not get as much ownership, but I'm interested because he's playing one of the worst defenses on the slate. Same thing for Wood. Uh, same thing for Bruce Brown. You know, same thing for Morris. These are things I look at. Now, obviously, I want these guys to be playing minutes. I'm not just going to play guys just because they're playing the worst defense. But that's something that really stood out to me today on this slate, and I realized that I don't think a whole lot of Detroit Pistons are going to get a bunch of ownership. So, I mean, and look at even Reggie Jackson. He's been playing fantastic, and we've got him under 20% today. Reggie Jackson, Bruce Brown, Wood, these are guys I like against a defense that's been struggling uh, but I think they're getting covered up a little bit by some of the other defenses on the slate because we have, you know, shinier options to play with. Reggie Jackson is the interesting one because he's uh, he's the alpha in that lineup now. You know, without Rose, without Drummond, he is the guy who's going to be shoot first. So Reggie is very, very interesting. Like you said, the game logs look good. And I did not know Charlotte was that bad defensively. I, wouldn't, I would not have guessed that, that they were that bad defensively, but – very good points. Let's talk about some other injuries. Maybe we can take advantage of. We we know what Kyrie out does. We we've already we've seen that for weeks now. Lowry looks like he's going to play. Uh, Giannis, we talked about. Aiden is questionable. Have you heard anything on, on DeAndre Aiden? No, nothing on him. I think I caught something today that said they didn't have a shoot around or something like that. So they don't know what's going to happen. We're probably not going to get that news until you know closer to tip off. So, but I don't think he's a necessity anyway. Um, so I, 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 don't, I don't think that game is going to have a whole lot of impact on us for DFS purposes, unless one of either LeBron or AD just, I mean, drops hammers us with a 70, 80 point midnight hammer. I, I don't think we're going to need anybody from that game, in my, in my opinion, of course. Fair enough. Let's talk about so Jimmy Butler is getting a questionable tag. We already talked about Kendrick Nunn. Honestly, when Butler was ruled out yesterday, I really tried to dig into Miami to see who really would benefit because somebody's got to benefit. Man, I just couldn't pinpoint anybody, right? So, like, Miami's just a weird, weird team, man. Butler, that, that's the leading guys out. and really doesn't help that Bam doesn't have a big upgrade because Jimmy Butler's out. There's nobody really has a huge upgrade because Jimmy Butler's out, right? Yeah, not really. I mean, but, you know, you got guys like Drogic who – just get a few more opportunities. You get a guy – and which Duncan Robinson is shooting anyway, but he takes a few extra shots. Um, you know, those are guys I like. Now, obviously, we know that uh, Jamison Crowder kind of went berserk yesterday. And maybe if Butler's out, you know, maybe he gets to play 30 minutes again with a little bit more of a green light uh, because they're down, one, you know, one of the heavy hitters. So he's a guy um, I think you can look at as well. Um, and just try to take advantage of his cheap price tag while it's still there um, and, and see if, you know, if, if he's able to kind of get you. And I'm not looking for 40 points like yesterday, but, you know, 28 to 30, I think, is reasonable for his price tag. I'm seeing Andre Iguodala as being probable, but I really don't think that that matters at this point in time. I think we save Iggy for the playoffs, you know. If uh, he's healthy come playoff time, that's when you can roster him DFS. I don't think regular season is it, so – we covered some of the big ones. Do you have anybody else out there that may be kind of under the radar injury-wise that, that we didn't hit on that, you, that you're going to take advantage of? No, no, no one injury-wise. Um, I, I just think, like I said, I talked about it earlier. Chris asked Porzingis people. N- nothing injury-related, but 
Well, Just, it is. It is. The, the, you are, yeah, because Luke is out. Sh- shout out to Dean, you know, for giving us body parts that we've known for two weeks. Love you, Dean. Uh, but, yeah, Chris Porzingis, man, I just – for the amount of ownership that he's not going to have tonight, he could be a slate breaker at these prices. If he hits 50, you're already on your way to possibly taking out a GPP. He hits 55, you're getting close to where you almost may have to have him at these prices. So I just want to reiterate again, man, Chris Porzingis, in my opinion, one of the top plays on the slate. Yeah, let's get to a couple questions here real quick while we, while we touch up on everything. Uh, question for you. Value play on Yahoo. Ilyasova, Boucher, or RHJ? Very very good question for Yahoo right there. Um, I tough think one, man. It, it is tough, man. They, they've all got a reason to be it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think what I would do in this particular case – Let's see who's starting for Toronto, right? Because I don't think we have anything official. I, I think RHJ is going to start. I don't think Boucher is going to start. They haven't started Boucher all year. When, when these guys were out, we got to remember, Ibaka and Gasol have been out this year together before, along with Van Vliet. RHJ always started. I don't think Boucher's starting, and I still think he may get more ownership than RHJ. I think in this spot um, – even though I love Carl Anthony Towns, I think I'd take RHJ between those three guys. Yeah, that's a good one. So uh, DraftKings, last spot on, on this man's roster. Dwayne Dedman, who's been really good lately. P.J. Washington or Kai Bowman? Hmm. That's a tough one. I, I really like P.J. Washington today at these prices. Now that Charlotte's you know, gotten rid of Marvin Williams, uh, it's, it's really kind of, in my opinion – solidified the P.J. Washington and, uh, and Miles Bridges combination. I also like Miles Bridges a lot today. Um, he's another guy I really like. But I think for me, I think I side with P.J. Washington. I, I love Kai Bowman. Uh, I think he's going to play big minutes. I like the spot for him. But I, I think P.J. Washington today uh, against Detroit, I think they're going to need him. He, his minutes are stable. I'll roll with Washington. Our boy, my life wants to know about. I'm thinking that Brooke Lopez. I think he thinks. I think he means Brooke Lopez on Fanduel. I think that's interesting because that's number one. You can play any of these guys with uh, Giannis out. They all have up, They all have that upside now for Milwaukee. And uh, and mm-hmm. then we talked about the center position on Fanduel being a way to leverage away from Vooch. You can save some money. Get a guy in there who has some potential to score just as many as Vooch at a much cheaper price. What do you think about Lopez on FanDuel? Yeah, I, I don't mind Lopez at all. Um, I, I think he's a great play. Um, I, you know, I, I still like these high-priced guys better because I feel like they've got a better shot to hit a ceiling. Um, you know, some of Lopez's big games, he hasn't really gotten there with the score. He's got there with blocks. I mean, you know, he's had like a four-block game, an eight-block game. And so, you know, in those games when he's really dialing up the blocks, you know, he's getting in that 35, 40-point range. But if he's not getting those, it's, it's a little bit tough. If this was a slightly different slate, I'd probably consider Lopez more. But when I've got these other centers here that, that are spin-ups, I think I'd take my chances with them on this slate over Lopez. Yeah, guys, if you have some more questions, fire them in the chat. I'll get to them eventually. And – uh 
Also, don't forget about the like button. Hit that like button. Get up to 200 tonight. I don't know what, what our tab is right now. I'm going to need Devin to give me a – somebody pop it in YouTube. What, what we're Oh, we're at 88. Come on, guys. We need to climb man. up a little. We need to climb up a little higher, yeah. man. Get those 200 likes. Get you uh, some free Slate IQ tonight. It's man, it's a good resource, man. I, I actually worked on Slate IQ last year, and I used to write a little blurb for it, uh, you know, in the morning time to kind of give people ideas, some thoughts. And some, you know, a little bit of, you know, behind the scenes action on it. It's a good tool, man. You know, shout out to the guys that that, that created that. Jamino and a couple other guys. Outstanding. It's definitely well worth it. Worth the look. Yes, for sure. We talked earlier a little bit about game three. One thing I hit on one thing real quick before we start breaking down some more players for you. Uh, you know. The players are a big deal, but the game theory is probably even bigger deal, especially since we're dealing with GPPs. You get a night like tonight. You get these early games going. Uh, let me see here. Early games all over the board here. And then all of a sudden you get these late night hammers that start at 9.30 Central Time, a full hour and a half to two hours later than these other games. Uh, we got Phoenix LA is one game, which is interesting. We talked about Aiden's questionable. You never know how that plays out. And what kind of value could open up if he sits out later in the game? And then you got on the other side, Miami and Golden State. We talked about Butler being out. Tyler Hero's out. So there's value with Miami in a great matchup. Kendrick Nunn is chalky. Talk to me, man. It's the perfect situation for game theory here as far as having these two late games and you're on a late swap site. Are you leaving spots open here? If you have guys in this game later on, like let's say you're, you're in a position here and you're doing pretty well with your late team and you got Kendrick Nunn on a roster, or you don't have Kendrick Nunn, and you can swap to Kendrick Nunn. How do you treat the late swap with uh, in, in regards to game theory, man? Uh, I think for me, man, if I'm going to try to pull some form of a late swap today, let's say I reserve with Kendrick Nunn. I think I just flop over to a guy like Kai Bowman, and I legit leave the 800 on the table. Like, let's say you maxed it out. I – and, and maybe maybe I'm behind. Maybe maybe I'm in third place, Chop, and I got somebody in second place. And, you know, we're both rolling. We both have one player left. And I'm looking at the salary, and I'm saying, okay, he's got 4,800 left. I've got 4,600 left. You know, he or she, excuse me. At that point, if, if I'm swapping, I'm for sure getting off Kendrick now because the numbers have already told me the, he's got the higher probability of being in this lineup when I could easily get to Kai Bowman and, and ride this thing out. If, if none is with 25 and Bowman is with 30, guess what I do? I ship this thing with ease. You know, I, I get a little five-point lead building there. So that, that I think that would be my philosophy on it. Keep in mind, I'm going against the grain. I'm not going to have Kendrick Nunn today anyway. But if I did, it's late. And, you know, we both got one player left. I, I would go to a Kai Bowman, even a Damian Lee, which Damian Lee's a little bit more expensive, but I, I think that's the way to play it. What about the flip side of that? Let's say you had your roster, it's doing good. You got these two late games about to kick off, and you got Ricky Rubio because you thought he's going to have a good game at this price. Hey, you wanted to fade Kendrick Nunn, so you got Rubio. But you're doing real well, man. You're doing good, and you don't want to take any chances now. Would you switch then to Kendrick Nunn? And say, all right, that's the safer play. I got. I'm going to do that. Would, would you ever do that? Nope. I'm sticking with. Hey, if if Rubio sinks my ship tonight, he sinks the ship. You know, when the 10:30 game start, if I'm in the top 10, I know I got a shot. I'm, I'm on ride with Rubio, man. 
Fair enough. All right, guys. Don't want to forget about the FanDuel single entry series, which is tonight. It's a $5 buy-in. Let's go over here to FanDuel. I'm going to refresh this lineups page and see if we got any new information and projections coming in. So let's talk about some positions here. Let's, we're going to build kind of a shell lineup, but not a big not, – not a huge. I don't want to go too too far into it. But let's talk about the position. Let's start off with some point guard here. Uh, who stands out to you tonight at point guard, specifically on FanDuel, where, where you've seen the prices? I mean, you got to have two of these guys. Hey, man, just don't fade Eric Bledsoe. It's no reason to do it. Like, look, you know, I, I'm going to get away from, from Chalk, but not this Chalk. There's no reason to fade Eric Bledsoe tonight whatsoever. Yeah, that's a new one, too. Uh, you, you weren't saying that about, what was it, 30 minutes ago when we kicked off the show. That wasn't your intention, right? It was Eric Bledsoe? Well, I, I had to wait for the Giannis news, which yeah. I had already seen the baby picture come out. I assumed he wasn't going to play. You know, but you still need some form of a confirmation because, uh, you know, you just want to be – you want to know for sure. I know for sure now. Eric Bledsoe, get him in there. Um, same thing, man. You know, we could go ahead and go to shooting guard. No reason to fade Chris Middleton. You just get him in and, and roll it from there, man. Yeah, these ownership projections, they'll get up – they might get updated later on, but these these aren't accurate right now. This is not taking into account the – the Giannis news, so don't don't worry about that eight percent. He's going to be a lot lot higher on than that, but but that's oh, yeah. fine. Like 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 Chief says, it's uh some 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 of the chalk you just can't. Man, NBA is crazy these days. There's chalk. There's such good projections out there. There's going to be chalky play. You're not going to escape all the chalk. You got to just find a spot or two on your roster and not be chalky and hope you can win it that way. But guys like Chris Middleton, tough to fade, man. When he drops a fifty at this price tag, so. You gotta, you gotta have that guy on there. Any more shooting guard? We don't want to, we don't want to necessarily plug him in. But who's a couple? Who's a couple of your other favorite shooting guards tonight? Yeah, man, I like Karis Levert. Listen, I really like D'Angelo Russell now that he's playing. Yeah. I, I've been talking about it this game. I, I really like D'Lo. I still think Fred Van Vliet squarely in play. Um, he's another guy. Uh, uh, God, what's the other guy? Uh, Terrence Davis from Toronto. I still think he's in play, and, and I think now that we've got Middleton, after the Middleton ownership update, we're really going to see some drastic changes in his ownership because now a lot of these other cheaper guys are going to, you know, really get overlooked. So, Chop, can you just scroll down to the 4K range on FanDuel? Just, just scroll down, man, to that, that 4K range. It is loaded. I mean, look, look at this, man. You got uh, – Clarkson, Green. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You can go up a little bit more. Sorry about that. You know, uh, yeah. DiVincenzo, Duncan Robinson, Davis, uh, Jeremy Lamb, Bruce Brown, Kevin Huerter. Oh, Malik Monk's playing about 28 minutes now. Malik Beasley. I mean, these, these are all viable, viable pairings to roll with Middleton tonight to really get different. And as this ownership updates, you're going. I think you're really going to see – this 4K range ownership start to plummet because everybody's going to be on Middleton. Uh, th- this 4K range is juicy tonight, man. Juicy. It does look good, but we're on FanDuel where we can only use two of them, and, and really we can only use one because we're locking in Middleton. Yeah, yeah. Would you, are you more likely to go with Middleton in that 4K range guy or your, your boy Russell, man? You love you some D'Angelo tonight. We can only have one of well, them. Well, let, let, let's do it this way, Chop. And, and, and now, see, now I, I love this because we're kind of getting into how I think. 
What I like to do for me, I put in the guys that for sure I'm going to play that are non-negotiable. Like this group, no matter what, are going. This group of guys is going in my lineup, right? Are, are we clear to build it like that and come back to it? Are, are we clear for takeoff on that? We can do whatever we want, man. Good, good. Listen, so for me tonight, three. There, well, there are four guys that I'm going to have in my lineup: Bled, Bledsoe, Middleton, Porzingis, and Carl Anthony Towns. And then once I get that base in there, now I will decide how I want to allocate to build the best lineup possible. But those four guys, it's no way I don't play those guys tonight. Just no way. Uh, and so when we plug them in, now look at that. We still got 5,300 to make some real solid decisions, you know? And so that, that's, that's, that's always my approach. That's how I want to view it. Um, because a lot of times throughout the day, man, you know, when I, when I settle in on a group of guys, I just let it sit there and marinate. Because, you know, we hear all this news and we get sidetracked. And then, you know, at, like right before 8 o'clock, somebody else gets ruled out. And we think and I think to ourselves, oh, we, we got to make a change. Not necessarily. Get your, get your group of guys that you want and sit on them and make your adjustments as you go along. All right. So let's plug those guys in. I like that. I like those players. And then the Porzingis with, with Middleton and Bledsoe now, those, those are two kind of mid-range guys. They're going to eat up a lot of that mid-range. So Porzingis is going to be even lower on than what we originally Woo! projected. So it's going to be interesting. But here's, what, here's, here's uh, the problem we're going to encounter now. Let's take a look at some small forwards. So mm-hmm. LeBron, LeBron's expensive. Uh, I'm not saying auto fade, but boy, it's tough to get it. It's tough to play LeBron on there when you want to get these other mid range guys on there. So that's a tough one. And then we got our boy Siakam, who should be almost a lock button, man. Yes, it, sir. It's going to be tough to squeeze him on there. Do you think? Nope, not on fan, dude. I guarantee it. We're gonna, we're really gonna go for some bottom feeders, then, right? After not, look at that, man. We still yeah. got four. Listen, we can open this, this. Hey, you feel good about the 46 and less players, don't you? Listen, at, here, here's why. At power forward, I already know I've got two guys that I can get in the, in the 3,500 to 3,800 range. I already know I can either play Ilyasova or I can play RHJ. And I also still have available to me uh, uh, Boucher. So I, I'm not really worried because I know that I feel comfortable that this group of guys can get me 25 to 30 in these matchups. You see what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'm feeling real good about being able to get quality players in every spot. Let's go to small forward. Talk to me about some uh, cheaper guys you're eyeballing at small forward, then. So look, man, you know, we got one, one, one of the guys that I really like tonight – Oh, there we go, Mr. Jay Crowder, twenty forty two hundred. Listen, what makes Jay Crowder stand out for you tonight? Jay Crowder's first game, chop in Miami or, or oh, playing man. for Miami. Excuse me, he played thirty five minutes. Look how many shots he took, chop eleven, and he put up forty three fans. Got eleven rebounds, right? But, and look, he's not going to do that every game. But I'm not looking for 40, like I said from Crowder. I'm looking for 25 to 35. If he's in that range tonight, playing 35 minutes, I mean, he, he he's an exceptional player in my book. Exceptional. That's where that's where the Jimmy Butler usage went. Was Jay Crowder? I actually that, that was <laughs> for not one game. 
That was snuck under my radar. But okay, so what happens then if you got Jay Crowder in there on another site? You like him, DraftKings, late swap, and then you get the news Jimmy Butler is playing. It's after lock. Do you just keep him in? You still you're still gonna leave him in. Jay Crowder's a utility guy, right? He's a guy that's scrappy. He'll get rebounds. He'll get assists. He'll get steals and blocks. You know, he'll kind of do all the dirty work. And, and you got to think, man, him and Jimmy, in my opinion, are cut from a similar cloth. You got to think Jimmy's going to want to get this guy going. This guy likes to work. You know, Jimmy likes guys that are going to come in and work. They're going to mesh together well. I, I like Jay Crowder here. Let's talk about some cheaper point guards then. If we're, if we're going on this, this kind of uh, construction for our roster – Yes. We're going to have cheaper pairings here. So cheaper point guards, man, we already talked about Kendrick Nunn, Chalky. Mm-hmm. I think he can get away. Who else can we play if we're not playing none? Look, man, you, you got, like I said, the perfect leverage play is Goran Dragic. I know we haven't, like, plugged guys in, but you've got Dragic there that you can uh, for sure play. Also, at the point guard spot, kind of in that similar range, we've got Reggie Jackson that nobody's – and I know he seems a little bit more expensive, but as we start to decrease that salary, we play a little couple cheaper guys. you got Mike Conley, 5,700. Uh, you've got Markel Fultz, who a lot of people aren't going to play um, in, a, in a primetime matchup against Atlanta. And then I'm actually going to go go down – look at this, Chop. Another guy, the same price as Kendrick Nunn, Michael Carter-Williams, a oh. matchup with Atlanta, probably going to play – 20 to 25 minutes. Pull up his game lock, top, and, and, and let's see. Look, look at what he's done for you lately. Past three games, putting in work. Uh, perfect leverage off, off of a guy like Kendrick Nunn. And then, if you still want to play Kendrick Nunn, by all means, get him in there. He's 4,600. Uh, I, I don't think that's a bad play. And then, if you go all the way down, top, that's why I said we, we got a buffet today. You got Kai Bowman at 3,800. We got options, man, to really, really hammer home a quality lineup and get in the guys that you want. I just – I love this slate today, man. I, I am pumped. I tell you, the, the nun chalk isn't as bad when you, when you play like a 1% Porzingis because you're so right. different right there. It's, it's not as bad. If you really believe in – it's not that I'm, I would fade Kendrick Nunn because he's chalky in this spot. I would fade him because maybe I don't believe in him as a fantasy player just yet. I wouldn't fade him necessarily because of the truck, because we could be different otherwise. I'm going to ask your opinion on one guy, one guy real quick in this range that we didn't talk about. Do you believe that the Seth Curry thing from the last game is real with Luka and the other and, and the other guys out? Do you believe Seth Curry, that was a real game? Should we be expecting – and I don't expect a 43 spot from him every game, but something in that range, is that a real, is that a real thing or was that fluky? I think the 43 was fluky. His scoring ability, though, is not fluky. So I'm, and it's the same way I feel about Crowder. I'm not looking for him to get 40. I think he can get 25 to 35, though, in this spot. You know, a guy that's going to take shots, playing, you know, probably going to play somewhere around 24 to 28 minutes. They're going to go in and give him the green light. So I, I like it from that aspect. I'm not looking for 40. If he gets 40, you know, man, I'm going to look like a genius. But uh, I don't, I, I don't think. I don't think 40 is in his cards tonight. He, it stood out to me because, you know, you got the injuries there. Nobody's really – look at the ownership. Less than 1% on every side. Yeah. Uh, he had the 40 spot because he hit 10 of 14 field goals last game. But he only hit 6 of 18 the previous game and dropped you 31. So he's got it in his arsenal. 
the yes. thing I the thing I like about him tonight, besides the ownership, the ownership is there because it's a game against Utah. What does Utah do well on defense? They protect the rim with Gobert. Seth Curry's a guy when he gets hot from the outside, it doesn't matter if you got a rim protector. He, he's gonna he's gonna drop those buckets on you. So I, I think Seth Curry's interesting, super interesting considering he's only a hundred bucks more than Kendrick Nunn. And he's less than one percent. You could be totally, you know, if you don't, if you don't believe in Porzingis tonight, you go Seth Curry, and that's your that's your difference maker right there. So, yes, yeah, I like it, man. We talked about a few guys in that range at every position that you could fill in around your your core. This is your core, if you believe. Oh, in for the, sure. Yeah, if you know, that's what we always preach here. You get your core guys. If if you don't believe in these guys as your core, switch it up. But get your core. And then build around them. And if you're multi-entering, build build several lineups around them. And that's how you kind of do your thing right there. So, I don't know. Yeah, and, and let me say – and let me make sure I clear this up for the people. Pascal Siakam, I wouldn't lock him in. I'd probably have him, you know, over – I'd go over the field. But, uh, you know, you better believe Blesso Middleton Porzingis cat. Lock button. All day. Lock button, the man says. What are we looking to get up – we need the like buttons, guys. Hit that like button before we get up out here. We only got a couple minutes left. I'm gonna need yeah. you to hit that like button so you get to, so you can get you some uh, slate IQ tonight. It's gonna be valuable going in there and looking at that stuff tonight. I don't want to pull it up because I don't want to spoil it for you. I want you to get your 200 likes so you get to do it all yourself, man. That's that's the good stuff. But let me see if we got any questions here. What's your thoughts on? Oh man, this was this is a good one because I had this guy in my lineup earlier, but changed it because there's just too too many guys at that position. But what's your thoughts on Brogdon tonight? I like Brogdon. I don't love Brogdon. Um... I'd probably be a lot more interested in Dinwiddie or Levert. But, I mean, I don't hate it. He's not a bad player. He's just not – I wouldn't be – I'd probably be with the field if I was playing. If if DeAndre Aiden is out and, you know, you got that late game, you can late swap, is Diallo a guy that you would be looking at or or who would be the main beneficiary for Aiden being out? At this point, I mean, you have to think it's Diallo because Aaron Baines is out. Uh, Frank Kaminsky is out. Dario Saric is out. I mean, it, Diallo would have to play. It, he, he would have to. you probably get a little bit more Cam Johnson, like a touch, but you, you'd have to think that Diallo would be, would be the guy. He's another one. What, what if we get the news, happen to get it before a lot, that, you know, Aiton is out? Now we've got a thirty five hundred Diallo that we can play in this in this in this uh, core group. I man, I, I love this slate tonight. I'm excited. Yep, guys, that's pretty much going to wrap it up. Can I get a final count there, Devin, on the on the likes? Did we did we even come close here, guys? One forty eight. So you guys are going to have to step on the pedal. I guess you get crunch time to do it. But crunch time will follow us with the big guns, JSU, Andy Means, Kevin Roth hosting that thing. So. For Chief Justice, I'm Head Chopper, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. Good luck in all those GPPs, but we're out of here.